you're all gonna die. Only question is, how you check out? Do you want it on your feet? Or on your f***ing knees? Begging. I ain't much for begging. And nobody ever gave me nothing. So I say, f*** that thing. Let's fight it. Good day, probers. Welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial podcast where we determine if the following story is nonsense, tomfoolery, a misunderstanding, or was it really aliens? We do this for the safety of you and all humanity. You're welcome. I am Granville Moonwalker, and I am joined by my partner in extraterrestrial mystery, Kevin the Greybeard. A.K.A. Gandalf, A.K.A. Dumbledore. How are you today, Greybeard? Well, I cannot remember how Dumbledore sounds. I'm pretty so sure how I have chosen to do this voice instead. Right, on to today's file. So today we're investigating the disappearance of Australian pilot Frederick Valentich. An Australian pirate. Pirate? Yar, <laughs> pirate. Yar, matey. Yar. What would an Australian pirate sound like? Yar, matey. <laughs> G'day. Yar. <laughs> G'day, matey. You got any treasure, mate? Yar. <laughs> Got some shrimp. I knew you were going to say that, mate. <laughs> Every time someone does an Australian accent, they always mention the freaking shrimp. Yes, they do. The reason I couldn't remember Dumbledore's sound is because I kept... It, he's played by two different... Voice? He's played by two different <laughs> actors. And I kept on thinking of one than the other. And I just couldn't get either rather than amalgamation Michael, of both of them. So Michael I went... Gambon is one. Yeah, yeah. Who's the other? Dumbledore. Who's the other person that plays Dumbledore? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of his name. I can picture him. But then I decided to combine him with that dude. Oh my god, what is going on with my memory? I've I've had too many beers. Well. Let's leave that. At some point in this podcast it's gonna come to you. Until then, let's get on with today's file. Again. Oh okay. <laughs> Aragon So Frederick Valentich is an Australian pilot. Mate. Did I already mention he was Australian? Mm, you may have. Okay. Well, Frederick Valentich, an Australian pilot <laughs> who disappeared while on a training flight in October 1978. Valentich, Tyke. Titch. Titch. March. <laughs> Isn't the most Australian of names, is it? It's, it's not, not, is what it? What comes to your head? I, when I wrote it, I kept, like, going to put Austrian instead of Australian. Mm. <laughs> Simply because of the name. Although I don't even think it's an Austrian name. Like Bruce Frederick would be a more Australian name. Alright, Bruce. Good day, mate. <laughs> Bruce Frederick here. Trainee pilot. For the R-A-A-F. I don't know what that is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got that far in your story yet. I fucking know, you twat. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to mention it. I was about to mention that Frederick is part of the R-A-F. <laughs> Or isn't, as the case may be. You just said the Raf. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so confused. 
but I could have known what it was, and you didn't. <laughs> to be fair, I said, I don't know what the Wrath is. We haven't got to that part yet. You said Wrath, though. <laughs> so I said, what's the Wrath? I don't know what the Wrath is. <laughs> me. <laughs> you said we've not got to that part yet. If you hadn't said that, I could have carried on. You can cut that bit. I can cut the f***ing whole bit now. Yeah. <laughs> an Australian accent. Just getting a little bit angry when the accent comes out. Frederick Valentich was born in 1958 and had around 150 hours of flying time under his belt. He also had a class four instrument rating. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny? Instrument rating? Yeah. That authorizes him to fly out at night, but only in visual meteorog meteorological. F that word. Meteorological. I was kind of bracing myself to say it. <laughs> it's one of those words that if I'm reading it, I can't say it, but if I just say it, yeah, it comes out. When you see it, you, you pause because the spelling's complex. It is. It's got an extra O. Yeah, that word conditions. <laughs> Considering they say it takes around 10,000 hours to master something, this guy is deep in noob territory. He's a noob, absolutely. A couple of times it applied to enlist in the RAAF, the Royal Australian Air Force, but it was rejected due to inadequate educational qualifications. Right. Two things. Mm-hmm. One, the RAAF. Yep. Does every country other than England or Britain, if you prefer, have to stick their country's name in because Britain's was first? For in Britain, we have the RAF. In Australia, they have the RAAF. In America, do they have the... Oh, God, hold on. <laughs> There's already an A. <laughs> the Rusa F? No, it's just USAF. <laughs> the Air Force! <laughs> Two, mm -hmm. inadequate educational qualifications. Yes. So, how bad are we talking? So, he was also studying part-time to become a commercial pilot, but twice failed all five examination subjects. And as a result, he was denied. Denied! Denied! <laughs> and he also failed three more commercial license subjects. Huh? So he... Failed examinations twice. So. Uh, hold on, okay. All five twice. Yeah. So essentially, he's failed 13. Mm. So he's, he's an expert in failure then. <laughs> Could say that. Definitely not a noob there. Right. Before we go any further, I'm just going to say that if this guy is flying today, I'm not getting on his plane. Because with that level of failure, he could have... 15,000 hours and no, I value my life. You hear that? He's also a bit of a maverick. So he came to the attention of flight officials for three separate flight incidents. <laughs> this guy thinks he's maverick, son. <laughs> His best friend Goose <laughs> is a real goose. <laughs> Takes the disguise with him. Him and Goose breaking all the rules. One of which was for flying into restricted airspace and two others for deliberately flying blind into a cloud. For this incident, he was under threat of prosecution. I think Goose put him up to it. So, as soon as you said, like, Maverick, 
I started thinking Goose, but I also had the temptation to shout out, You're my boy, Blue! <laughs> <laughs> Completely different type of film, but... Not even any of the same actors in it. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell and an old guy. <laughs> and Tom Hanks and a blonde guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks? <laughs> Which film was Tom Hanks in? Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Hanks was in Top Gun. I never noticed that. Well, hey, Goose. Life is like a box of chocolates, Goose. <laughs> you shake my nerves and you rattle my brain, Goose. <laughs> But you never know which one you're going to get. I flew inverted, Goose. Goose! <laughs> I love you, Goose. So, as we established, it's Tom Cruise. Great film. I cannot All of them. think of the actor's name who played Goose. Uh, the only other person I can think of in Val the film Kilmer. is Val Kilmer. Yeah. Iceman. Legend. I've completely forgotten what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about how Goose put him up to flying into clouds. It's like they're goading him. Wait, so... Told him he didn't have the goose balls to do it. So did that actually happen, but obviously not Goose? Was someone goading him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tease me! <laughs> Just wanted to do it. <sighs> However, on the evening of the 21st of October 1978... Over Bass Strait during a training flight in a Cessna 182L light aircraft, registered VH-DSJ. The 20-year-old Valentich informed Melbourne Air Traffic Control he was being followed by an unidentified aircraft at 4,500 feet. That's 1,400 metres. I know this because I checked it. <laughs> I know this because I know how to use the Google machine. The Googles. But he was told that there was no traffic at that level. Valentich replied that he could see a large unknown aircraft which appeared to be illuminated by four landing lights. Unable to confirm its type, but said it had passed him overhead at around 1,000 feet. 300 metres. I checked that on the Googles too. Upon the Googles. Any thoughts so Yes. Far? I'm glad you asked because I was waiting for your sentence to finish, to jump in, then your sentence finished and I forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> but it's come back to me. So this guy has Baby, been... Baby, come back. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. I must admit I was a clown to be missing around. That doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Come back. Yes, and give me one more try. <laughs> Either you forgot the next line, or you totally forgot what your train of thought was before that. <laughs> uh, it may be the second one. Because <laughs> I love like this should I never ever die. It's definitely the second one, because you carried it on. Right, so. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Touch me on the magic and I'm Mr. Romantic. Tell me bombastic. Touch me on the magic and I'm Mr. Bomb, 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 smooth. 
just like a silk. <laughs> right on the me just like quilt. So You've made me do it again! <laughs> <laughs> I had it! Right, so this guy is not allowed to fly in poor visual in the evening. No. But he's decided to fly out <laughs> on a training flight in the evening. <laughs> this is only going to end one way. That's what he wants. He's going down! <laughs> Anything else? He's young to fail so many exams. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought he was going to be 30s. Yeah, 30s was pretty much what I thought. But he's 20. <laughs> that he is. It's not looking good for him. And the fact he's gone out in the evening when he's not allowed, he is actually a bit of a maverick, isn't he? Told you. He, if he's yeah. such a noob, how the hell does he know what a UFO is? That could just be a glider or something. But A large, unknown aircraft. He doesn't have enough experience to know many aircrafts, I'd imagine. Especially in the dark. There's he's a seen a paper of... airplane go past. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of people that don't fly aircrafts at all that know what a ufo is no, no. <laughs> they think they've they seen a ufo yeah. when actually they've just seen a military plane <laughs> or <a> drone <laughs> you look like you're about to carry on a thought and then you just no no i was just just pulling some faces really <laughs> <laughs> so he then claimed that it was approaching him from the east and it seemed like it was toying with him he said it was orbiting around him and that had a shiny metal surface with a green light on it. So basically he's got a green speck of paint on his cockpit. <laughs> Just looking at that. <laughs> it's God all damn, it's me. Alien. <laughs> Valentich then said he was experiencing engine problems. When asked to identify the aircraft, Valentich replied, It's not an aircraft. I repeat, it's not a f- aircraft. <laughs> Before the transmission was interrupted by an identifiable noise, Described as being metallic, scraping sounds. Before all contact was lost. <laughs> so okay, that- he may not have said the X-rated version of that. Being a bit loosey-goosey with a line or two. <laughs> Goose! You're my boy, Goose! <laughs> Can we edit the film to now have that line? <laughs> I thought you were about to ask me if we can edit the podcast. I was going to be like, that's what we do. No. We record, we edit. Edit the film. <laughs> he just turns around. <laughs> You're my boy, Goose. Goose. Up to the sky. <laughs> Pointing. Everyone looks up, there's nothing there. So basically, they heard him crash on radio. A metallic scraping sound. They heard him crash. Maybe. We do have the transcript, which I will show you now. As you can see, it's too damn long. <laughs> <laughs> Let me skip to the end. <laughs> Melbourne, would you know what kind of aircraft I've got? It is military aircraft. Confirm the er- aircraft just vanished. Say again. Is the aircraft still with you? It's a NUR approaching from the southwest. The engine is is rough idling. I've got it set at 23, 24, and the thing is. <laughs> Roger, what are your intentions? My intentions are uh, to go to King Island. Ah, uh, Melbourne, that strange aircraft is hovering on top of me again. 
It is hovering and it's not an aircraft! Malvern. Malvern. So, as you can see, you grey little bitch, <laughs> he was abducted. No, he wasn't. And I'd just like to add at this point that um, I don't know where my Australian accent went. <laughs> no, neither did, neither did I, I. I got caught up in the fun. <laughs> Mine kind of changed, like, completely. <laughs> so, as you can see, you great little bitch, he was abducted. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Was clearly crashed. So Frederick was also a UFO nut and was obsessed with them. He'd even confided in his father that he'd seen one moving away very fast and expressed his concerns as to what may happen if aliens ever did attack. <laughs> they were onto him. You can imagine the aliens. This little bitch knows our plans. He's onto us. What do we do? We take him. It's the only way. Can we wipe his memory with a probe? No, that won't work. He's too clever. That's not how probes work. But sir, he's failed multiple tests multiple times. He can't be that. It's a ruse. <laughs> he wants us to think he's dumb. He's trying to trick us. How do you know that's not how alien probes work? <laughs> because since when was your brain in your ass? Do you remember your dream from yesterday? I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> I didn't go to sleep yesterday. The last time you went to sleep, do you remember your dream from that night? Oh. The long pause means no. No, 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 because remember I remembered my dream for the... I don't usually remember my dreams, but I remembered so, one so the other what? day for the first... You don't normally remember your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> what was that dream I had? You got probed. No, that wasn't it. They wiped your memory with a probe. From my ass. Yep. Nope. Don't know how their probes work. Except they clearly wipe memories. And you never remember your dreams. You're the one that gets abducted. Don't get probed, though. You can't be sure, for you do not remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say my asshole is tight. <laughs> I've never been probed. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to carry on with your dream. No, it's gone. So you don't remember? I don't remember. So you got probed? I did remember, I just can't now. Now you got probed. It wasn't probing, I, I know that much. I definitely remember that. <laughs> A sea and air search was conducted which encompassed 1,000 square metres, but efforts ceased on the 25th of October 1978 without a single trace. The problem is the whole time they were looking down, they should have been looking up. Or He's up in that spaceship, looking down, screaming, Look up! Look up, you bastards! Using a belt buckle to try and <laughs> cause a reflection off metallic surfaces. He's stranded on a desert island because he crashed. <laughs> Using his belt buckle to try and get a passing ship. Look over here! Why was my Australian accent not working today? Oh my Look over here! Have been <laughs> effed up today. I don't even know what accent that is that I keep doing. Hey! That's Alagash, wasn't it? Not Alag. Was it Alagash? No, Kelly Hopkinsville. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> OP! <laughs> Billy Ray! <laughs> He's after your mother's sister! Ooh, he does love a mother's sister. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are your thoughts, old Greybeard? 
I mean, there's only one real conclusion. We've given you all the evidence. He was taken. No. Yes, Greybeard. <laughs> Kev is nodding his head erratically like the Churchill dog. No, right he's now. not. I'm shaking my head. Up like and a... down, erratically like the Churchill dog. Left to right, like someone who's just scratched a scratch card and his head came is also so close to winning. Tilted but that on the last side. One just wasn't there. Like Kane back in the old school. There you go. Kane. Now move your head from left to right. <laughs> he's nodding. He's not nodding for crikey's sake. <laughs> Just no. This man crashed. Metallic sounds. That's a crash. They couldn't find him because he it's crashed into water. There was a flight that crashed. In fact, there's a couple of flights that crashed quite recently. But when they go into the water, they're just incredibly hard to find, even with today's technology, let alone in the 70s, was this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went up. He didn't. Yes, he went up. Then he came down. <laughs> That's how planes work. Only this one didn't work so well. It's quite possible that his plane did crash. With him in it. But. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your trail of thought forming in front of you. <laughs> no. Let me just cut that off right there. <laughs> that branch is not growing into a tree. <laughs> Already has. He's up there. It's a deku tree. It's, it's leafed. <laughs> so we've got not a very bright chap, bless him, who's failed all his exams. He crashed. <laughs> Uh, oh, he was a UFO nut, wasn't he? Of His course he thought it was going to be aliens. This man was a UFO crashed. nut. He, want, he was willing it he to... he did. No, he crashed. And he was willing it to be aliens. It could have been a pigeon, quite frankly. <laughs> and as is often the case, they didn't find the plane. Because it was taken. Da-da-da, <laughs> da-da. Ah, Adjudera Mick McFoley, legend. Ah, uh, Mick Foley. Anyone says a bad word about Mick Foley, I'm gonna say a bad word about you, <laughs> and I know lots of bad words. Now. There is a little bit of information that I've left on the side. You can't hold out. If you're going to ask me what I'm thinking, you need to give me all the information to begin with. Otherwise, my thoughts aren't going to be fully informed. Wait for the information first. Come on, so, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's been proposed that Fred, we're on first name basis now, had staged his own disappearance. At no point was his aircraft plotted on radar, casting doubts as to if he was even on the course he claimed. Also, Melbourne police received reports of a light aircraft making a mysterious landing not far from Cape Otway at the same time as Fred's disappearance. What? Interviews with doctors and family that knew him eliminated the possibility of suicide. Well, it wasn't suicide, was it? It was an inexperienced pilot crashing. Or doing a runner. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. And a review of the transcripts and other data by astronomer and retired U.S. Air Force pilot James Magaha and author Joe Nickel in 2013 proposes that due to his inexperience, Valentich was deceived by the illusion of a tilted horizon for which he tried to overcompensate and inadvertently put himself into a downward so-called graveyard spiral, which he may have mistook for orbiting of the aircraft. The authors also state that the rough idling he experienced could be caused by the G-forces of a a tightening spiral, 
which could decrease the fuel flow. That did actually occur to me earlier on when I said that he had the green bliff of paint. Mm. I thought he might have started spinning around in circles thinking it was orbiting him when actually he was just going he around was in the circles. Light he was going around. And then the engine idled and he went straight down, scraping metal sounds. Bob's your uncle, Sally's your aunt. When you hear the splash of the. Jimmy's uh, your goldfish. Water. Sorry? When you hear the splash of the plane hitting the water if he went down. No. Now, if he was taken up, you might hear the plane scratch the doors of the space ship because it wasn't... Could have lost all power. (laughs) (laughs) Another explanation is that Valentich may have become disorientated and was flying upside down, which which would mean the lights... (laughs) I just thought about that in practice. What sort of pilot doesn't realise he's going upside down? (laughs) Or maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Which would mean the lights he saw were his own reflected in the water. However, the aircraft he was piloting could not have flown inverted. Maverick style. <laughs> Is that a song? <laughs> no. Maverick style. I'm going to make it one, though. <laughs> For too long, due to having a gravity fuel feed system, which would have caused it to cut out quickly. Which might be what happened. He turned upside down. <laughs> then the engine cut out and he crashed. And the beam took him up. UFO. No beam! <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. Uh-uh. UFOlogists have a different theory, though. They believe the aliens have either destroyed the plane or abducted him, asserting that some reports claim to have seen an erratically moving green light in the sky. However, a month after the disappearance, a pilot of another Cessna saw what he thought to be a submerged aircraft, but after another pass was unable to confirm that observation and five years later in the Bass Strait parts of a wreckage (laughs) with a partial matching serial number was found so unfortunately it does seem like this is more of a terrible accident rather than aliens but with this newfound information Kev does it change your answer (laughs) does it change my answer from a definite no to a Hmm. But, <laughs> but, but not, I'm not saying it was aliens. <laughs> but 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 I'm not saying it was aliens. Still, <laughs> does it change my kissing answer? <laughs> was it only partially matching because it was so damaged they couldn't see the full number? Quite probably. I'm going to take that as a yes. <laughs> now, when I started writing this. Yes. It was one of those ones where you quickly realise that it's really not aliens. Yeah. (laughs) Although sometimes they're the most fun. And I was like, how can I just keep trying to make this go on and on and on? But it's just so obvious it's not. I was like that with Huggins, and that's been one of our longest episodes. (laughs) That it has. But no, it wasn't aliens. Unfortunately, it does seem like it was an accident. Seem? This was an accident. This was not anything else. It's clear. Well, they did say that they saw another light aircraft land. Yeah, but then they found the serial number. Yeah, but he could have landed the plane, <laughs> put it, ditched it over the top of the ocean, hopped into another one that was flying by at the time. You know, like when people are riding horses and one jumps off back of swap. one to the other. He did that. <laughs> Can you 
imagine this guy was so inexperienced, he probably would have tried that, jumped off his and just got ran along the uh... <laughs> seen the other plane go flying off into the distance, not realizing obviously they're traveling at far greater speeds than what his jump would have been. <laughs> but no, he could have landed it and then just like left it running and like so it just turned turned. So it went straight into the water and then it just took got taken by the waves and stuff. Hmm. He could have just legged it and started a new life somewhere else. It's a different name. Maybe he's a pilot still. Bruce Frederick. <laughs> Maybe you've got in a plane with him. No, I'm alive. So I'm not saying that it was aliens. Still. <laughs> do you know what? I do. I'm going to say it was aliens. You liar. <laughs> no, I'm not. It, it's not aliens. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, mate? Well, thank you for taking the time to listen Bloody to this week's grace. file and the podcast in general. You can follow us at But It Was Aliens Podcast on Instagram, But It Was Aliens on Twitter, or if there's a visit you would like us to hashtag probe, you can email us at butitwasaliens at gmail.com. Think your dad is an alien? Think your girlfriend is an alien? She is. Think those weird sounds you hear at night? Whilst you're in bed as an alien? That's what that is. Hashtag Probe. Peace. Fred! <laughs> <laughs>